Whose pile is that? I think I know. Just shooting the shit with the bros. Come and join along. Don't forget to load your bong. It's quality piles. We can never be wrong. Hello and welcome back to the cast. Welcome back to the pod, the Quality Pals podcast. Uh, we got actually a really good one today. We're going to do a little deep dive on uh, uh, a little company we got here. Uh, Bev, what do we got? Sure. So today, I think today's a pretty special episode. We're ha- we're happy to circle back to one of our favorite piles, and we do. Th- I think most of us think this is a quality pile. We've all mm-hmm. had. Uh, some mm-hmm. success with it so we found this company i don't know must have been like two two and a half years ago even um uh back uh, back when the you know there's more of a craze around all the cannabis companies and all the marijuana companies um yeah. but uh so this company's called sugar sugar bud and they really focus on uh, like high-end artisan craft cannabis so it's kind of like you know your craft beers which you know we all everybody knows i like so much but now you can buy craft cannabis from. Uh, but I guess when you think of it in terms of you know when you go to the the oh the weed store and you buy your weed, it's like these guys focus on like that you know like like quadruple A and like the five A or whatever like that higher end stuff. That's uh, that's a little more uh, specialized for a certain purpose. Like if you want something that's like high high degree of focus or you want certain relaxation or whatever, that's kind of what mm-hmm. these guys do. But they have a really interesting history, so. Uh, before Sugar Bud, they were, I think they were a nickel miner, if I remember correctly. And <laughs> I think the guys, like, like obviously, you know, they, they got sick of digging uh, ore and shit out of the ground and said, ah, fuck it, let's just go sell weed. You know, that's how, that's how so many, uh, <laughs> so many people got into that industry. So these guys were no different. So they said, ah, hell, let's just jump over and start selling weed and, and we'll focus on that higher end, uh, the higher end kind of group. And, um, you know, and here they're, they're even saying, you know, focus on like get our, our customers evolving a different way, get people thinking a different way about incorporating cannabis into their lives. So they do a lot with like things like, you know, your CBDs and like your medical, different medical strains. But medication, uh, overall, yeah, exactly. It's hey, overall, it's it's been a, a pretty good company for us. You know, the buds, I think uh, we initially mm-hmm. invested uh, like we were, we we're digging deep on this one. I think most of the guys at first got in at like one and a half cents or two cents, yeah. I think, a share. You know, and we all flipped it for uh, it went up to four cents and we were all freaking out. And we sold, you know, made our, our big, uh, big return. But now the company's really grown from when we first got involved with it. It was kind of like a shitty old mining company that was like saddled with dead and like the guys running it didn't, you know, guys couldn't even like keep a basil plant alive and now they're trying to grow, you know, grow a warehouse full of weed. Now they got slick looking PowerPoints like we see on the Yeah, screen. look at this. They got these, for those who are just listening, they got these really fancy, you know, 3D generated graphics and, you know, people, it looks like a... A scene from like the Sims video game or something. Everybody walking into their <laughs> virtual weed store here. But one of the things I liked about these guys, though, is like they always had like they did have a pretty good approach. So they've they've got a phased approach for building out their their greenhouse. Uh, they've got a pretty decent one set up already. I believe this is the one that's right out. It's a little bit outside of uh, Calgary, if I remember correctly, in like one of the the rural areas. But uh, they built it up and they started designing it back when Health Canada had all these crazy. Uh, requirements for buildings like you had to have like a class three or a class four bank vault in your facility <laughs> for storing your weed and, like, you had to have uh, so so for our listeners uh, it's basically this big giant steel warehouse building surrounded by a giant chain link fence 
Uh, so they required this fence to have motion sensors on like each of the, like the little chain link panels had to have a motion sensor on it in case somebody <laughs> tried to jump over. You need security cameras like this place. These like they were building these like Fort Knox type thing. Like you couldn't get in, couldn't do anything. It was just unbelievable. Uh, and that's why early on, so many of these companies were raising money and, and valued at these crazy valuations because they basically have this gigantic vault that you can grow weed in. Uh, and then, of course, over the years, as people realize nobody gives a shit and you can just go buy it at the store for, you know, it's dirt cheap. It's like it's it's the equivalent of buying like like dried basil at the grocery store. Right. It's cheap. Uh, and then they started to re relax a bit. And well, and that's... now it's a little bit more a little bit more reasonable. Sorry, that's pretty wild here. Uh, just before we start moving on, like uh, on this slide that we're looking at here, it says current uh, cash uh, cost to grow is about a uh, dollar twenty-two per gram. Um, like if you go to the store, like by the time everyone has put their whatever five hundred percent tax on everything like that, like three and a half grams would go for like fifty bucks. That's yep. it's pretty pretty wild. Like government of canada knows what the hell they're doing with their sin taxes like that's why liquor up here at the lcbo uh here in ontario is so expensive it's not it's not because whatever bacardi is making all this cash or everything like that like no they're selling their bottle of bacardi to the lcbo for whatever probably i would assume like six or seven bucks a two six uh and then we as the consumers buy it for 26 or 28 dollars or whatever it costs now for it because it's all just that sin tax and whatever else to keep that giant machine sort of going but that's wild a dollar 22 a gram like i don't know what other facilities are but for like what you're saying for quadruple a or whatever that's ridiculously high like ridiculously high yeah, and that, I'd say that's a pretty average or sorry, uh, no. cost to yeah. grow per gram. I'd say like at the cost level, that's I'd say that's pretty average. I mean, I I, yeah. I know um, at the whole like they wholesale it out at two two dollars to about to three dollars depending on the quality usually. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Yeah. So and then and then of course government steps in and takes their uh, like unbelievable cut. And this is why I, I like I it, it's totally a bit of a tangent here, but the amount of tax that we pay is so fucked. Like. If you buy something, you're paying tax. So you might pay tax three times. If you're buying alcohol, like you're pretty much paying tax like three times over with all these different levels of, of tax they put on. If you buy well, gas, you're paying tax two times over. Like, well, what's why? What's wild about like liquor taxes is uh, restaurants go to like here in Ontario don't get a discount for buying in bulk. No, no, they pay the exact same that we pay going to the LCBO. They just use a different card and a different license so that everything is tracked for what they're selling out of their restaurant. So they're already paying the whatever, like 800% tax on that liquor. And then us as the consumer are also charged the 13% tax on our bill at the end of the night. So we're paying tax, just like you're saying, tax on tax on tax. Like it's it's wild and i'm sure the producer well i guarantee the producers are paying tax on everything that they they produce like all the craft beer vendors or whatever like it's it's wild like yeah you're bang on like the amount of tax that we pay up here is freaking insane yeah. well that's yeah, why was... i'm excited uh oh sorry to cut you off there uh big d uh, uh, so i'm excited to try like when we make uh, uh making um uh, oh yeah wine from like that like a craft winemaker or whatever but like because that's like ridiculously cheaper and if it's actually decent quality then frig i mean that saves you a lot of tax but sorry big d go ahead i was just saying this is a, a little off topic as far as like weed but just the the alcohol thing i remember doing my my stag and doing myself and getting the liquor license and everything 
they actually charge you a different price if if you're getting it on a license too. Like you're actually paying a little bit more, uh, which what? is crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what what you do if you're smart, and what I was told to do, thankfully someone like told me, is you buy a whole bunch of shit. Um, with the license and then you buy a whole bunch of shit without the license at a different store and then whatever you have left you return on the license and get the more money for it <laughs> but oh, yeah. it's actually it's crazy that you actually pay you're paying more uh just because they know and, and you have to pay for the liquor license on top of that too how much was the liquor license for your stag and uh this is like a few years ago i, I want to say it was like 300 bucks so it's like pay us 300 bucks for the ability to buy alcohol at a higher price uh, okay <laughs> like and i'm like i'm you know i'm not making like a, i'm not really a business making a profit to go and and uh get rich i'm just trying to raise money for a fucking wedding here boys like it yeah. was uh it's, yeah you're hosting a stag and dough because you already couldn't afford to have to yeah, have a wedding without yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and my buddy thank god who had went through the process a couple years before was just like yeah get the shit on the license then go buy the exact same skews not on the license at a different store and then just return the bottles of whatever you have left under the license so you get you get the the higher amount back it's yeah. actually a pretty smart idea but anyway that's we're sorry we're a little veering off topic here but yeah we're dicked of taxes on everything in canada is pretty much the point mm. oh yeah pretty much nailed it big time well uh yeah what else like i i'm so naive to all this thing like uh, yeah definitely invest in a ton of ton of different uh weed stocks 2016 to 17 made some money then also lost the shit ton of money when it all <laughs> fucking crashed but i mean it's bulletproof bud get into it oh man yeah i'm just like hell yeah like oh man i can't lose any money and then it just fucking exploded <laughs> yeah well that's the thing and there were so many companies that were doing like so so for our our listeners uh um there's this uh, a scalable vertical uh cultivation so like every company has their own method of doing this uh, so there was one that we were invested in. They, they, it was a good technology, actually, and a whole bunch of companies use it. But it was or, these orbital gardens. So basically, mm -hmm. it was instead of stacking, like say, yeah, like uh, you know, a couple of growing trays, and you stack them, you know, four on top of each other. Uh, you put them all in this like circular dome, and it basically like rotates over time. So it almost simulates it being, you know, like a, nor a natural, you know, day cycle or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's it's uh, and then uh, all these companies have these technologies and they start suing each other over like no you ripped us off you ripped us off it's like guys you are all doing the same fucking yeah, thing and you have your own stupid gone. fucking plan yeah and the, the, all these patents are getting filed that are effectively <laughs> the same thing but slightly different you know it's like yeah. so it's just a complete mess but it's all these like it's the opportunists right they're get trying to get in there early get some. Mm -hmm some patents and technology and like your your win rate's probably going to be like one in ten and i think it's fair to say like the number of of cannabis companies that failed in the process of trying to get licenses or got a license oh, yeah. and totally dick the dog it was like it was probably equivalent to one in ten and i'm, yeah. I'm sure it still is there's still tons one in ten failing. success one in ten success you mean. that's right yeah. 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 yeah 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 which is actually yeah. pretty high for like any any industry for 10 percent of it to not to yeah, but look at restaurants. It's like yeah, but this is multi-million dollars. This isn't like a fifty thousand dollar like takeout startup. Like this is multi-million dollar facilities. Like like uh, Bev was saying at the beginning. Like you had to essentially create like uh, a fort. Like you had to have the fence, the the uh, the vault, all the motion sensors, all this stuff just to grow something that now when you look around your neighborhood. Every other house has a weed plant in their backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 
yeah and like the the amount of weed like if you so if you actually follow all the instructions and grow it all properly like i think it was say like what a two to four pounds you can get off a plant depending on on like what the yield is and all that my god it's a that's a huge amount of weed like that's a ton like i know you know like i don't i'd say i'm a fairly regular user and uh like took me like six months to go through an ounce like it, then like how many <laughs> ounces are in a pound again like it's it's a it's a ton yeah like it's it's just wild well, is it 16 ounces in a pound i think so uh 28 oh no well no 16 ounces in a pound right so I, four pounds that you're good for like the next like fucking eight yeah, years it, of your life it must be 16, 16 yeah, yeah that's right oh my god that's so much weed four pounds it's <laughs> so fucking much it's just crazy and like because and then at that point like i know like we we know some people who who grew successfully and they were just giving it out like just giving out mason jars like there you go like, i cannot smoke for this. one person i like i remember even back in the day when goofs would just grow it in like high school and shit and then they'd have all this weed and it was like what the fuck am i gonna do with all this weed like yeah. that's the successful ones and almost half the people i knew trying to grow weed back in the day would they'd fuck it over and it'd be it would be like a female plant or male whatever the fucked one is and they'd basically just have like a hemp plant when they're done <laughs> <laughs> like oh make some rope but i don't know tell you oh man <laughs> but yeah old uh old sugar like it, it turned out pretty good and like sugar always just reminds me that you can always buy back in like because every time like you you buy it originally you make whatever the hell your goal is to make and you you have your your number and then you can always buy back in like i'm sure i flipped this this stock countless times and i'll do it again well now i don't know about flipping it keep on continually flipping it i think now i just might uh go for the moon on this one because it's still trading at nothingness but I mean, you got their financials. Uh, how are they looking right now? Well, this is uh, these ones are a bit older. This oh, is yeah. from their 2018 to 19, but it was just it kind of sets the stage. I was going through these the other day, and I yeah. just looking at how like around 2018 is probably when we started looking at them and yeah. and, and and got uh, uh, see you know made our first rotation, I guess you could say, into them. Yeah. But you're right, 100. Like I know I I've been in and out of sugar probably three or four times now. Yeah, uh, actually, number four probably just as of today, we just uh, just bought back in. Um, but the thing I like about them is like when they started off, they're trying to do like a diversified business model where they have their you know their their growing mm. operation, a wholesaling operation, a retail operation. Like it's just that like, you can't manage all of that, especially when you're trying to deal with all these other guys out there who are specializing in just one. Like you have. Uh, like mm-hmm. what's what's the big one fire and flower i think we're like special yep. like they are yep. pure retail and like we are all we're here to do is retail and sell we're gonna have the best stores and blah 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 and you know like, there's no way you can go against those guys because you have to invest in all these different verticals so now more recently like they've sold off their retail assets and they're starting to focus just on on being a producer which is one of the best things i think they could do mm-hmm. well uh, if just you in have, terms of getting yeah, lean. if you're like average like from the previous slides if what you're saying is right like dollar 22 costs and you're selling between two and three dollars a gram wholesale wholesale price phenomenal phenomenal margin like on the wholesale mm-hmm. market yeah exactly Jack yeah. But the other thing i like just none it sounds like was their problem yeah, yeah no yeah. exactly right yeah and and that was the problem is their mission statement was to be like the master of one type the master of this craft <laughs> cannabis but and then you know their their business didn't follow that but now it does 
uh, which I really like. So it's 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 definitely on the up and up. And they're also cleaning up their balance sheet too. Like they have like. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these credit facilities, for instance, uh, uh, were, were kind of up in the air a bit because at the time of the financing, it was high risk financing, right? So it was expensive and there were a lot of covenants and a lot of terms wrapped around it. Um, now in the, the more recent negotiations, they've been able to, to clean that up quite a bit and uh, uh, you know de-risk a lot of it. So um, overall, I, th- I think they're, they're going to be a good opportunity going forward. I think there's a lot of growth with them. Uh, one of the most impressive things, I think they talked about it in their, their third quarter uh, M, uh, management discussion and analysis, is they're expecting to be EBITDA uh, positive uh, in, in Q1 2021. And that's like a hugely Whoa. significant thing. And I don't think a lot of people get like, uh, like it's a really significant thing to be to have positive EBITDA because that's basically you've, you've proven your business at that point. You've proven that you have a viable business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've proven that you are able to operate it profitably, basically, uh, especially when you factor because EBITDA, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of uh, it cuts out, um, you know, depreciation and amortization. So it kind of takes out that impact of, of capital spend. So it kind of it levels you against a lot of those bigger competitors that you might be dealing with, like an organogram or you know, like uh, an Afra, although, they, you know, their, their EBITDA is considerably larger, but you're, you've, you're now at a point where you're, you know, you mm-hmm. are, you are in competition with those people. You're not a, a, a venture stage company anymore, you know? So that's, that's a really big benefit to these guys. And, and it shows that they're, they're successful in all the, the, the traction that they're building, that like they've been negotiating all these contracts with provinces to uh, uh, these wholesale contracts with provinces They've got, you know, these agreements with these like vape cartridge companies. So like all these distribution methods and this diversification uh, overall, it's just uh, super impressive in here for anybody watching on the screen. You can kind of see I just tried to highlight it here, but uh, based on their incoming purchase orders and their their customer uptake, they're they're expecting positive EBITDA in Q1 2021. So that's that's super, super impressive, especially that they're not just saying they're going to get it. It's based on the purchase orders. That's huge. Oh, so what you're saying is uh, April better watch the fuck out. That's what I'm thinking. Like I, and that's a lot of the reason why I went in is I think they're going to have some really good news coming up in the next month or so. Yeah. Um, I think these financials, like when they uh, they're going to release their 2020 financials, which I'm expecting to look really good. Um, they actually released the uh, this the, the so one of their main finance uh, financiers is First Calgary Credit, um, and and uh, they actually released the memo that goes through, you know, their mortgage financing, their lines of credit. And like, it's, it's really opened up since, uh, since we first started looking at the company. So it's, again, it's, it seems like it's all good stuff. They're starting to move forward with some of their uh, facility expansion. So that's going to increase their capacity. Uh, and that's, that's going to let them take on more and more of these distribution contracts. Hmm. Uh, as long as, and that's the whole thing, like all, like this is all based on contracts because it's, it's a uh, like the asset, like the weed that they are created, it hasn't expired. I have no idea how long it can sit on the shelf. Like I'm assuming like six months or something like that, and then it's gone. So it's, that's huge. Like when uh, for our viewers, they, you could see the contracts that they had with like provinces of Saskatchewan, provinces of Manitoba. Uh, I think it was Manitoba that I saw up there, but for yeah. sure Saskatchewan. Like those are those are huge because those government deals, they're not short little little deals that you have with little retailers like those are legit full-on 
contracts that you have for I'm assuming multi years and for set uh, amounts of buying. Yeah, and usually I think the way they structure them is it's um, like it's it's almost like an MSA, like a master service yeah. agreement, where it's like everything's kind of pre negotiated, and then they can you know they can cut POs to to their uh, the LPs based on demand, yeah. and and there's always demand. Like if you ever go into a dispensary, <laughs> like they're usually there's they're usually sold out of three quarters of what they got. Like I know the ones that are local for me, like. Uh, when I'm not ordering online, I'll I'll go in and you know looking for a specific strain, and they they won't have it, and then you know it's it's they're sitting there in real time looking through their inventory trying to find something to sell. Me, basically, <laughs> I remember and the, the Ontario the, store is worse. Yeah, I remember yeah. the one time I went, we walked in and like we asked them for a couple things, and they're like, let's just we're just gonna tell you what we do have. Like that's literally how it is. Like, <laughs> this is what we do have, and you know if you don't want it, then fuck off, sort of thing. Like, yeah. Well, man, well, it's like, just everybody like every like it's everybody's into it now even people like like i was ne i never really uh no. uh, uh used it going back a couple of years like yeah and, and it's because like i anytime i did i never knew what i was gonna get right either i'd be super sleepy or maybe i'll be like really laughy or whatever um just because like, you don't know like you get what you get type of thing right and, but now <laughs> that you actually have control over it like you could say like i want this specific strain that has this uh, you know it's going to be super euphoric or whatever or the, you know this one for going to enjoy food more or whatever so it's a little more scientific right and that's and that's what these guys kind of <laughs> I yeah. well it's scientific I well guess. no no it is and i'm just i'm just laughing because i'm like thinking like 10 years back like oh shit uh pineapple express like thinking about like do like pulling out all these things like random different names all this shit like it was supposed to mean something to you like yeah like if someone came up there, like, I got this one, I, I, this one, this one, and this one, and say some random names, like that's supposed to fucking mean something? I have no idea. Half the time, those people were full of shit back then, too, though. There's a goal, this well, one has lots of crystals on it, so it's this, but like... Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no fucking clue. Because nobody knew. Nobody really, did. like, I, I'm sure the people growing it knew, but I mean, yeah. everyone else... Not the like, guy I'm meeting would. in Walmart parking lot at fucking 11 o'clock at night to buy of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is what you're going to get. Just the good shit, but, yeah. yeah. Oh man! Yeah. So one thing to note with um, the the distribution agreement, so it's not in, it won't be in this uh, document yet. It'll be in the the next quarters. Yeah. But they also they just signed uh, agreements with uh, so Yukon territory, like the territories. I think all of them, and oh, wow. uh, Ontario. Ontario. They Ooh. got it. Yeah, that Ontario contract is worth big bucks. And like going back to this, uh, if for anyone on the screen who can see it, they're talking about cannabis 2.0, which. Um, a lot of that is focused more on like some of those value add products. Well, not even value add. It's um, it's processed uh, products, so it could be like a gummy or uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like oils or you know like recently a company a friend of ours uh, recommended uh, they uh, they actually make uh, cannabis infused sugar, so you can go bake and you know bake cookies or brownie right. or, like, or whatever you want, right? Put it in your tea for for. You know, however you want to do it but that yeah. was one like i never even thought like that is so so freaking smart because i've seen like cannabis butter that you can oh, make yeah. and all that yeah. but man put it right into the sugar i mean it's so easy to use and i'm sure it doesn't I mean, i'm sure it doesn't taste like like you know that's really specific weed taste and, and exactly I, I think that that's going to be the biggest hurdle uh i guess to overcome like i, I don't know if they did it already but like once companies can figure out a way to take the THC and CBD directly out of it. And so there's no more whatever makes weed like you. Everyone knows what weed smells like. You walk by something and like, you know what it smells like. And if you can get that taste or that whatever out of it, 
to the processing, whoever makes that. And if the sugar doesn't taste like weed, like they got it, they made it like that. That's it. You're done. You, you won, <laughs> you won the game. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm really excited for a lot of the, uh, the medical stuff that's going to be coming. Cause like, there's been years, like if you go back to like the sixties or whatever, when they had like, uh, what, what they call it, like green fever or, um, hmm. Uh, it was the, like the big campaign they were putting on against marijuana. So it basically, you know, it, it, you know all the federal governments banned it and, you know, they stopped using it in, in most medical practices. So there's basically this huge, like, I don't know, 60 year gap, I guess, um, of, of where there's a huge lack of research that's been done. And so all the medical benefits that come out of CBD and, and THC, like we're just scratching the surface of it. So there's uh, it, there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff coming out there, and it's going to be a lot of low impact drugs too. Because one of the issues with like um, you know a lot of like cancer drugs, for instance, whether biosimilars or their uh, biotics, uh, mm. they're really it's like complex organic material. They're complex organic compounds, so it's like really rough on your body, really rough on your immune system, and most of the time they're going to leave you with long term effects. So if, if you're able to either reduce the use of those drugs with something like a CBD uh, or entirely use CBD, I mean, it's it's you're going to a kill these stupid pharma companies, uh, but mm. B, it's going to be way better for the consumer and way cheaper. And so, you know, you're not going to have two billion dollars necessarily of uh, R&D costs that they have to recoup through a you know forty thousand dollar a dose drug or something crazy like that. Right. Yeah. Well, the one thing that's a little terrifying not terrifying just like cautious is what's the like you can patent strains and i'm sure you can already patent strains and i'm sure people are already doing it but once that starts getting like i don't know uh like some of the big boys start patenting like different weed like weed strains and everything like that prices have got to go up no like would you not think that they would because you can't crossbreed something with something else like you can't go crossbreed corn one type of corn with another corn because both those corns are genetically modified to be owned by different companies and so you can't do that like it's inevitable that like weed is going to go down the same route no yeah and i think it already has in a lot of ways like actually this thing talked a little bit about it in the when they're doing the genetics yeah because there's already yeah like this uh this uh segra international i guess is one of the uh the ones that they that does their genotyping um so I I think it's already kind of there where they're starting to develop these more potent strains or like if or or even with um, uh, uh, measurable strains right because there's a lot of value if like somebody needs like say 15% CBD mm -hmm. uh, there's a huge value in being able to hit that 15% mark on the dot every time so if every time mm -hmm. that person takes that you know oil capsule or whatever they're getting 15 percent cbd and that's when the medical people can start to use it because you know if you're a doctor or something you have to prescribe you know everything's like prescribed Dose. for yeah. a very certain dosage right yeah. so you have to be able to hit that and if you can genetically know that well this you know purple kush or whatever is 15 percent <laughs> i'm gonna get 15 percent fucked out every time and you know like, you're golden kush man no i'm just i'm dying i'm dying because i'm sure that there'll be one day that you go to your family doctor and be like yeah all right well uh oh you uh having trouble sleeping all right uh I prescribe uh, 15 milligrams of purple kush uh, every day yeah. before bed. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to write you a script for uh, Banana Rama. Uh, you're going to like that. And, like, some of the names are so fucking funny. Like, That's the best oh part. That's the best part about it. Like, they are the most ridiculous. ridiculous <laughs> they weren't made up by so. professionals originally, that's for sure. 
Yeah. It's just some guy. He's like, oh, look, this looks purple, bud. <laughs> so oh, okay, I'm gonna pull up um, 15 hilarious marijuana strain named <laughs> yeah. I love that yes, your doctor has an English balls. accent, by the way. <laughs> oh yes, of course, sir. He's like a butler. Yeah. I don't know what, whatever you got on the screen right now. It's not showing up for us. It's just a big gray box. Oh, whoops. Here, let me uh, let me uh, fix that real quick. Yeah, or actually, you know, I'll just uh, I'll just read through them here. You guys, let me know what you like. So, first right. one is uh, uh, purple monkey balls. <laughs> now, this one, this one. Now, I've been trying to get some of this. This is it's called green crack. So, this is like Ooh. a very high um, uh, energy. Like it's for it's to help you focus. Uh, it, it's almost like it's not like an Adderall, but it's supposed to be like give you that kind of. Uh, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. Uh, so, yeah, that's. Uh... I'm sure you can find it at the uh, OCS, you know. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, they don't have it. I, I've been trying to. I basically ha- would have to get it from uh, a, a dispensary in Michigan, <laughs> if I want it. According to Leafy, at least. But anyway, um, some of the other ones here: Canisutra, Poochie Love, Dopium. That's a good Dopium. one. Dopium. Dopium. That's a little purple Urkel. <laughs> uh, Girl Scout cookies. Bob Saget. OG. Oh. <laughs> Zombie killer, OG. <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. <laughs> well, Crouching tiger, hidden alien. <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> Laughing grass. Uh, white oh, girl, OG. Uh, and Alaskan thunderfuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, These are pretty good. Apparently, I would, I would might get my old uh, my own strain, old, old Bev OG. I would yeah, old Bev OG. Sure. Uh, apparently, the <laughs> Seth Rogen's new company, Houseplant. I was talking to somebody today about it, and apparently, that's uh, pretty strong shit that he's he's selling there. I, they well, got, I think they got a website and everything with that on it. Well, but it. well, if anyone should have their own strain, like I mean, of course, him and Snoop. Like yeah, the like those are the two guys that come to mind. Like I know everyone will say, well, maybe not everyone. Some people will say Cheech and Chong, but I mean, like it's an older generation, like mm-hmm. uh, this generation. Let's go. Like I don't know who else you could possibly think of. Yeah, like, the best part was yeah, I saw him in an interview the other day, and I guess like they were asked him like, well, someone had to already own houseplant dot com, right? Like he's like, yeah, we mm-hmm. had to buy it off someone. He's like, did you tell him who you were? He's like, absolutely not. So there's just like someone owned it and there was just like an empty GoDaddy page. And they're like, hey, we'll, we'll give you whatever they probably offered and probably a hundred bucks or something. Hey, can we buy this? Uh, we'll give you a hundred bucks. Probably something somebody know, registered man. and forgot about or whatever. But uh, yeah, they got it for cheap apparently because they weren't like, hey, this is a brand new Seth Rogen weed company. Like if you yeah. knew that, oh, obviously no. you're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, let's let's get some lawyers involved. Yeah, 100%. Like I, I don't know if you guys have ever tried buying website names. Like it is freaking expensive like these people who are like flipping website names like they know what the hell they're doing like a hundred percent they know what they're doing and like the price just keeps on going up as soon as you message them in any way shape or form like oh that's it like this is the minimum like if you wait a couple days or a week or two weeks even price goes up keeps on fucking going up and it doesn't matter and they'll just fucking sit on it because how much does it cost to keep registering the name of godaddy like 10 bucks a year or whatever the hell it costs and uh yeah they're no dummies but yeah good good for him not uh well yeah i hope not going in there like yeah it's seth rogan i want to no, no. replay no 
Can I buy your his fucking laugh no. kills me. Wait, what is it? Not weed plant. It was uh, house plant. It's called. House I think plant. if you go to houseplant.com, it'll it'll show up. Oh, but yeah, like I, I was just kind of like, oh, it's just like a marketing thing or whatever. But then I talked to somebody today who actually tried it, and they said it was pretty good. Oh, you can get it. Yeah, they oh, just nice. launched here. That's what he was he was talking about. It was on like Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. It was like literally this week he was just talking about it. Nineteen oh one, bud. Like, I don't understand why they have those like uh, age walls and everything on websites. Like, uh, does anyone actually put their actual information on? No. Uh, once in a blue moon, I'll do it, and uh, I can never explain why I would do it. Uh, it's because you've been hitting the uh, OGO bev. Been <laughs> <laughs> hitting the, the space gummies too much, but. <laughs> oh, Frig! Yeah, speaking of, well, we could probably take a break uh, from Sugar Bud to chat a bit about. Uh, the the moto black here let me see if i can pull them up these things are unbelievable um moto black gummies yeah here we go now these things so each dosage is 60 milligrams so which is like i think normally for like most gummies are usually like i don't know five Five? to ten like five if it's a half and half ten on like a typical dosage so you're basically getting a six bagger uh per uh per um <laughs> share of this or per dose i guess uh so it it gets you and it's like if you like what i learned is you got to be you you really do like it says on the box or in the bag here not for beginners like it says that they're very clear about it and they're not wrong like this stuff really <laughs> gets you going and like i loved it. it was a it was a great experience for me but some other people i know did not have a good experience <laughs> just had, like, a near-death experience <laughs> i think the most i've ever done is like 25 milligrams and i was fucking flying so i can't imagine 60 but i want to imagine oh, it so i'll have to yeah. it. it was good it was good yeah. well i remember uh old rick uh that mm-hmm. uh at a, a past social event yep. uh we attended uh, we had uh, we took some of uh, I think it was a Reese's Pieces. Uh, yep. Cup. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was like I was like just blitzed at this <laughs> that point. I was just eating it like it was a regular <laughs> cup, right? It was all split up. I'm like fuck yeah, like, you know, eating this thing. And like I remember we this so we were at like a cottage, right? And we were uh, we were outside for a while hanging out, and I ended up passing out with like my whole snowsuit, all my snow gear on. <laughs> I woke up out my hat, my gloves on, and everything. I'm like, what the hell? And like, and it was all due to this. Uh, these like super concentrated ones. Like it, uh, they get you, man. They get they, you. They they do get you. And, and like, it's gonna be wild to see what the future holds for this gummy and whatever in drink and beverage market. Like, cause the concentrations and everything are just gonna keep going up and up and up. Yeah. Uh, oh and, yeah. And it's just gonna be freaking insane. Like, man. Uh, going back to our uh, viewers here, like the. The amount of stores that uh, Seth Rogen got into, like, good for him. He just yeah, he did great. Yeah, he knew he knew what he was doing. Damn. Yeah, he made all these little. I think the thing he was showing too is he made all these little weird uh, ashtray pottery things to go with it too, because he's all into like making pottery shit. So he made like these weird <laughs> little ashtrays and these little dab tray things and shit too. So it's smart, right? Selling the merch basically too. Like, so even if you don't want to smoke his. Uh, his weed all the time you can still buy his thing and feel cool and oh whatever. does he does he have drinks too is yeah there was drinks there it's a whole line it's it's a fucking he's gonna do well with this for sure yeah. it's got a good looking uh, brand too it's clean like it looks good it looks like something you want to buy right like uh, have any of you guys tried the uh the drinks like the uh like energy drink style like weed drinks no 
Yeah, I, I tried one. Like it's two milligrams uh, or whatever, and I get like I guess it's okay. Like it's five bucks, two milligrams. I would do the deed, but I'm just waiting for the day when you're going to be able to buy those at bars. Like I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure bars are just waiting waiting for that to happen like if you can serve like two milligram like little weed drink like you need to have a couple of those to get messed up but i mean as soon as you're messed up you're already at the bar slash restaurant you're going to eat every single thing on that fucking menu (laughs) for sure for sure no that's a great it's a great idea the like the um like when you drank that how long did it take for it to kick in I was uh, a little buzzed uh, beforehand. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just regular. Really curious. Yeah, like how long it takes. Would you I, test I'm it for it science would... purposes, boys? I think I will. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we might my, have my to. Findings. I think we might have to because, uh, yeah, I could I could imagine it takes like yeah half hour to an hour or something like that. But if you add a couple of those, like out, you're out for dinner, and then next thing you know, like, oh, no, we need more dessert. We need more appetizers. Let's go. Like, I mean. <laughs> well, that's why I want, like, uh, if we can do, um, uh, I think a great business would be if you could have, like, like, uh, I, uh, like we went to a restaurant, I don't know, it was probably two years ago now, mm-hmm. uh, down in Toronto. And, like, it's I'd never, weird enough, I'd never seen it before, but it's like you come in and then you, you, you're you seated in, like, the bar area. Mm-hmm. And it's like your table will be ready in, like, 15 minutes or something. So, you're like, ah, okay, well, obviously, let's have some drinks, right? So, you're sitting in this little area having some drinks, and then you go over to your table. It's all set up. I thought, man, that's fucking, I like that. Because it's oh, like, yeah. I like that you're, it, you know, it's the two-phase thing or whatever. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But I also was thinking, well, shit, what if you, uh, you know, you see, sit the people down and you have, like, a vape station type thing. Not, like, almost like a hookah bar type thing. It's <laughs> more sanitary now. But, you know, they sit there and, like, they get fucking like just hammered <laughs> right away and then you take them over to their table and it's like oh what drinks do you want you give them all drinks they're there for like another 10 15 minutes and then that's when it hits because like you don't get hungry right away you get no. hungry like a couple minutes into it and then boom it hits right when they're ordering what and, like, would you like to order clean out that menu yeah and can i have, have like, one of everything you got poutine, <laughs> you've got all the stuff that you're like hell yeah so oh, that's how that's that's like my big business idea right now man the roaring 20s are going to be in full effect like no doubt whatsoever oh yeah mm-hmm. like, i think so yeah honestly everybody's all freaked out about like inflation and like housing <laughs> prices and all oh, we're in a housing bubble it's like well yeah we are for sure yeah but there's so many people trying to get into that bubble it's it's yeah. going to be getting bigger for a little bit longer so well of course you know, it... just fucking just get in there roaring 20s like you don't want to be you know like back uh uh you know roaring 20s the first time you want to be that sally who was sitting at home you know yeah. listening to the radio where everybody's having a good time right you gotta enjoy it yeah you know what yeah. in the house thing too like i remember like five years ago like being like oh I'm waiting for it to burst and then it didn't fucking burst. And I had to move to a different fucking city to afford a house. <laughs> and then I bought my house and I'm still kind of like, Oh shit. Now what happens if it bursts? And now, you know, I'm like way up theoretically. Right. And it's yeah. like, fuck, you know, now I got like people around me. Oh, I hope it bursts. And I'm like, yeah, I remember being you just get the fuck in now. Cause maybe it won't <laughs> burst right now. Like, fucking idiot. Like, yeah, it's, it's just such a gamble, but I think that I'm, I'm betting on the roaring twenties to be honest. Like, everyone i know there's just so much pent-up demand to just live life now like the shit we used to take for granted people are just like fuck i want to go do it like right now like it's gonna be fucking wild and i imagine it's gonna last a few years for sure and then maybe some realities will start to set in or whatever but i expect the immediate future of the next few years to be people just fucking wiling out trying to fucking get all this pent-up demand out i cannot wait to go out like 
with everyone in person no more fucking skype and zoom call like i'm over it i'm done Uh, i'm over it like i want to go out and have a good time like i i don't care where it doesn't matter like i just want to do something yeah i want to do something i don't want to talk on the phone anymore we had that little you know that little safe social distancing uh get together us the other week and man that was like the most fun i had a long time just having actual real in-person fun with with people like yeah it was it was fantastic like and yeah that it shouldn't have like it was great that it felt like that good but i mean it shouldn't have felt that good because we should be doing this way more often like we did before but i mean like oh man that was that was great and that's just a little taste of what's going to come like uh hopefully soon yeah anyways uh thanks everyone uh for joining us this week uh if you guys want to uh support the cast go uh check us out on all of our social media on facebook on i guess kind of on twitter but who the hell uses twitter anymore and uh oh as always check out our qualitypiles.com quality piles with an s check out our merch we are dropping new stuff all the time if you guys have any ideas for anything uh that you want to see you know maybe shoot us over to us maybe you'll see the design maybe you won't maybe Uh, even an idea (laughs) for a cast if you got a company you want us to take a look at or you got a thought or something throw it in there you know we we're always looking for stuff to uh talk out our asses about to you guys so mm-hmm. just uh, don't uh-huh. be afraid to comment like subscribe all that good stuff and you know maybe you'll say some dumb shit and it'll end up on a t-shirt who knows we don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh man love it uh on that note thanks again for joining us and uh we'll see you again soon